0: What's up Top Rope Nation? Ryan Drosty here with Kyle Ross, Justin Joint, and a very special guest who we will introduce properly here in a minute. This is episode 236 of Top Rope Nation. We're getting historical on you again this week. We are talking about WWE Royal Rumble history. (laughs) Some of the greatest Royal Rumblers of all time. Justin Joint, he might be a little bit Under the weather this week? I don't know. How are you feeling, man? How's it going?
1: Uh, I I probably sound a little stuffy. Um, Either I got a cold or it's allergies from rubbing my face in the carpet while wrestling my kid and the cat dandruff getting (laughs) in there. Uh, I I do want to say you guys should feel a little blessed that I have peeled myself away from watching the end of the Tottenham Leicester match for the 100th time uh, to come do this podcast. So hopefully this measures up to that.
0: So did you figure out exactly why then there was the signs during dynamite last night?
1: Uh, because Tottenham lives rent free in Arsenal fans <laughs> heads. Imagine paying tickets. Like what What were they like? Three rows back, you know, camera side and yeah. wearing their Arsenal kits and they're bringing fricking Tottenham signs to the show. Come on guys.
0: I did not expect that. <laughs> AEW, That was crazy. We did the watch along last night, you guys. So if you don't know what we're talking about, we were talking to some of the listeners live uh, last night. If you're not already in the Facebook group, this is the only way you can join us for these. Every couple of weeks, we do these live watch alongs with AEW Dynamite. It's on this app called Playback, which is still in beta mode. So the only way you can get access is to use our link. We post it in our Facebook discussion group. So, I think the link is here in the podcast description. In fact, I know the link is in the podcast description. It's here on YouTube as well. So, make sure you join the Facebook group. You can join us. A whole lot of fun. Kyle Ross, welcome to Top Rope Nation. Did you enjoy yourself last night, and how are you doing?
1: (laughs) good, sir! good,
2: sir! Oh, I'm doing okay, buddy. I'm doing all right. Glad to be here. And uh, always love to talk Royal Rumble history. It beats good.
0: <laughs> it was uh, we might hit on that a little bit, depending on time constraints here at the end of tonight. But uh, WWE, what are you doing? Everybody Gutsu! loves Walter. Good God, good God Almighty! That is on everybody's mind right now. Um, we are streaming live right now, by the way, on YouTube. We are on Twitch. We are on Twitter. Apparently, the Facebook stream is not working right now, so if you're watching the video and you see me looking down, I'm trying to tweet out or uh, send the link to the Facebook group that the Facebook stream is not working, but we are on YouTube. Join us now. What is um, going on
2: on the technical side of Top Role Nation? I don't Nation? know, man. I-, I had a doozy of an afternoon. I was trying to do the greatest double shot since Hogan Boss Man in March of 89. We're obviously <laughs> doing this show this tonight. This afternoon, me and Liam were going to record, and... Skype wasn't working. I don't know if it was Pat Patterson from The Grave not wanting us to shit on his prized invention or if it was Jerry McDevitt trying to do one last job for Vince McMahon. <laughs> Something I, was do a s- though.
0: I do see we are streaming on uh, Twitter, so that's good. So I assume Twitch is working. Uh, my view count does not match up with what I'm seeing on Twitter. There's some people watching on Twitter right now. So if you're joining, let us know uh, in the chat what you think of the topics that we are going to be talking about tonight. And as I mentioned, we are joined by a very special guest. He is a Hall of Fame tier member of the Top Rope Nation Patreon page. Got to thank him so much for his support over several months with Top Rope Nation. And when you're on the Hall of Fame tier, the benefits you get go way above and beyond You know the entry-level tiers. For 5 bucks a month on Patreon, we always pump it every week. You know, you get access to our weekly bonus shows, Top Rope Nation Extra. You get access to the monthly show, Top Rope Nation Classics. But on that Hall of Fame tier that this man is involved in, you get a free merch pack every six months. You get, if you want it, podcast training from myself. You want to launch your own podcast? I'll help you along. We'll do a one-on-one Zoom session. I'll give you some advice and help you set it all up. And probably most important of all, you get a chance to come on the show whenever you want and to choose the topic. And so that's what we're doing tonight. I want to welcome to the show for the very first time, but he's definitely not a stranger, Mr. Michael Jenkinson. Michael, welcome to Top Pro Nation. Welcome, folks. Yeah, listen to that reception. Gotta love it. Great to have you here. I mean, we've talked a lot over the years, whether it's, you know, Twitter, in the Facebook group. You've been a constant, really, around Top Rope Nation. So it's going to be a lot of fun tonight to talk to you and get your thoughts on Royal Rumble history because this is a topic. You chose it, it's near and dear to your heart. Um, now, I know you've been doing this research for years on the Royal Rumble. I don't want you to give away everything because I know that this could potentially turn into a book project for you someday or something else. But, I mean, t- give us a little bit of a window into what you have been doing uh, with your Royal Rumble research and what we're going to be talking about tonight.
3: Yeah. Just want to say real quick, it's an honor to be here. You guys are, hands down, the best wrestling podcast. I've mentioned that in, like, the five-star oh, reviews. Oh, and I listen to a whole bunch. This is all I appreciate need. appreciate You guys are fantastic. Love it. Thank
0: you. All right. so um... <laughs> Those
2: kind of comments will get you on the show, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you want
0: to do the show next week? I need it. I'm not just saying that because I'm here. <laughs> Um, so
3: just always been a fan of the rumble since I was a kid, you know, just, I remember the first time watching one, I was probably 10 Now I'm 42 now. I think I'm closer to Kyle and Justin than you, Ryan, but we're all basically in that same range and,
0: um, just turned 38 this week, Okay, just, yeah. so, uh, just, just a baby, just a baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, uh, I've heard you guys tell similar stories. You know, the local video store didn't have everything, but they had Royal rumble 91 And we probably rented that thing six, seven times, you know, just kept getting it because that was all they had. Um, And I just fell in love with the the process, the match style. And, you know, as I got older, I was, I would, you know, but again, before the network and all that stuff, I would, any place, anytime I could go to a video store, I would be like, oh, I haven't seen 94. It took me forever to see 94, I remember. Um, I would just dig through videos and just try to find stuff. And I didn't even have like tape trading online yet. Um, So it's just an obsession of mine. And there was one person I saw in one particular rumble and I'm not going to say it yet because it might come up later, but somebody had a performance and I was like, man, is he like the best guy in Royal Rumble matches ever? And so then I just kind of, that lit the spark and, uh, he's nowhere close by the way. Um, but <laughs> the person I'm talking about, but it just seems so cool to me that like, uh, this one particular person was like, why is this guy doing so well in all these rumbles? So, um, That's what inspired me, and I just started keeping track of some stats, and uh, it's been a passion project ever since. I've been doing it for, you know, maybe 15 years, but not like, you know, every day kind of thing, but off and on for 15 years, and, you know, I love it. I look forward to the... I mark out for the Rumble every year, you know? Like, this year, the booking is about as bad and interesting as going into the Rumble as you can get, but I will be fired up on Sunday night, guarantee it.
0: Yeah. I think one of the things that's cool about the rumble is it's one of the few events in wrestling where you can, you can dive into those kayfabe stats, but like make it real, you know, like it's one of the, you look at it like baseball stats. How much time did you spend in the ring? You know, eliminations, I, that stuff all matters. Obviously it's scripted, you know, we're under no Wait. illusions here on top Rope Nation. but like with, with what? the rumble, it's actually <laughs> just as like, I'm out of here, but it's actually fun to kind of dive into those stats. And, um, you know, I've seen like different graphics over the years on most eliminations, time spent in the ring, and it's always kind of interesting to look at that. And yeah, your research, you kind of sent us a glimpse of what you've been doing, and it's super deep. You've come up with like all kinds of formulas to grade people. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
3: Sure. So um, uh, one thing I remember that sparked uh, a thought in my head, because a lot of people track total time in the ring, and I'm not saying it's not worthwhile, But I thought the more important thing was how many guys you outlasted in the ring more so Mm -hmm. than just the total amount of time. Like when you look at, you know, in 1998, Bradshaw sat around the ring for 36 minutes. Does anybody even remember him being in that rumble? Whereas Shawn Michaels in 95. I I've broken
2: up on the Facebook page today how pointless (laughs) it was, by the way.
3: Oh, and but 95 Michaels goes coast to coast and he's in it for like 34 minutes or however long that rumble is. And I'm like. I don't know if time is necessarily the best measure versus, <laughs> you know, how long you out, how many people you outlast. So yeah. I just came up with a formula where you just take the number of the order of their elimination, subtract their number of order of entry, and it gives you a number and it can be negative or positive, but it's a reflection of how many people you outlasted in the rumble versus just total amount of time sitting in the ring. So that's uh, one of my primary stats, you know, the plus minus ratio kind of like a, uh, like hockey or uh, basketball, you know, when they talk about, um, you know, like the plus the plus minus differential when you're efficiency uh, in the game. rating. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you um, know, I keep track of quality appearances just because some guys have like one great appearance and it skews their numbers a little bit. So if you're consistently good, if you get at least a plus three and one elimination, you get a quality appearance. Um, I track my eliminations a little differently than WWE does. You only get half an elimination if you partnered with somebody to get it. Um, And I don't count cheating. Like, uh, Kyle, have you ever watched the 92 Rumble? Because at the end of it, <laughs>
2: yeah, I've seen it a have few times. Yeah, I've seen it a few times.
3: Because at the end of it, Hogan, clearly eliminated, reaches back and starts yanking on Sid's arm. And like, WWE gives him credit for an elimination on Sid. I'm like, no, you do not get credit for an elimination if you've already been eliminated. That's not even in the match eliminated. at that point. Yeah. 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 Just like a fan coming in there at that point. So no, you get no credit if you're already eliminated. So little things like that. Um, I've adjusted the elimination numbers and final fours and wins, you know, stuff that other people keep track of too.
0: Yeah. So in the end, I mean, what are you shooting for? Where do you see this research going?
3: Look, I mean, I'm trying to get a different book deal done. I'm working on a fiction book and, uh, and I, I, I think this would be really cool to have as a book, but I know that there's a lot of people with a lot of niche hobbies that, uh, you know, are trying to get books done. I know it's virtually impossible, but it's in the back of my mind. It's like a hope someday uh, to, to do it. I'd probably have to get some interviews with some of the guys um, to make it more marketable. So, um, you know, working on how to do that, but. I, I was hoping you were going to say your end goal
1: was to be an actual entrance in the Royal Rumble.
3: <laughs> I'm just as qualified as Johnny
0: Knoxville. Hell of a yeah, lot true, more qualified man, than Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess what I want to ask you then, you personally, because we've we've talked a little Royal Rumble history this month. Like Myself and John Alba talked about it on the show last week. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing a new Top Rope Nation classic on the '92 Royal Rumble. Kyle can hardly wait to record that one. That's going to be honestly—we haven't recorded it yet. I'm confident it's probably going to be our best Top Rope Nation classics ever on Patreon. Sign Too up much now. much pressure. <laughs> There's the hard sell. Uh, but we've talked a lot about it over the years, and that you know, this almost and six years of doing this podcast.
2: The Facebook group every day right now. Head yep. on over. We talk about one or two a day.
0: I just started, by the way, Kyle. So, you remember months ago, I was telling you these write ups you do, I need to put them on our website. Mm -hmm. I have just started to play around with that a little bit. So, you can go to toprope You can find all the information on the podcast, but I want to add more writing to the website. And Kyle does these great write ups, historical write ups. He's doing them right now on the Rumble. He did them on SummerSlam in the past. Survivor Series.
3: Yeah. He did those too. They were
0: great. Survivor Series. Like, we got to add these in get it out there to even more people. So I want to put them on topRomation.com. So I'm looking at some design aspects of that right now. So we can kind of organize it because yeah, if you're not in the Facebook group, you should be because Kyle's doing excellent write-ups every single day. Uh, and we know Kyle's favorite rumble is 92. He'll talk about it a lot next week and, and why, but Michael, do you have a favorite rumble and why?
3: Man, it's, that's a great question. It's hard to answer. It's like picking your kids. Cause that's how close the rumble is to me. Um, uh, you know, I really like 90, Um, 92, obviously it goes without saying Um, I like 2002 and 2003 more than some people. I really like both of those a lot. Um, Of course, 2015, I mean, everybody agrees that was like a a masterpiece, (laughs) right? Yeah. Uh, But if I had to pick one um, and maybe I'm just you know uh influenced by my memory just having a great night that night but uh i would say 2001 is probably my favorite to watch back i just i'm a i'm a Kane fan uh oh. i'm learning sadly that i'm not a glenn jacobs the human being fan the last <laughs> yes. couple yes. of years yes but uh oh man <laughs> i oh, i follow him on twitter it's a disaster um but uh yeah if i had to pick one i'd say 2001
0: that's really good, man. I mean, that's, a, that's in my top three, I would think, personally, too. Kyle, are you high in 2001?
2: Yeah, uh, it's right on that top five borderline for me, I'd say. Mm-hmm. There, there are seven great rumbles, in my opinion, with 92 being heads and shoulders above the other six. But yeah. there's like six for me they are bunched up pretty tightly
3: and last year I remember you talked about 2005 and I was really happy about that because I've always thought that one was really good and underappreciated and even if it was a mistake I thought the ending really worked for 2005 yes it It. those are the two guys you wanted to promote and it made them both look good so I I really liked all of everything in 2005
2: I think not liking that match because of the screw-up is similar to people who want to retroactively downgrade Savage Steamboat at WrestleMania 3 because they learned, they had it scripted. Who cares? But, like, if you watch it, it doesn't come across that way. It actually comes across...
3: No, very nice ...less guy.
2: choreographed than yeah. 95% of matches that take place in 2022. Mm-hmm. Just a yeah. random aside I had. With you, great. By the way, Glenn was- Jacobs in 2001. The only... You know, he had a ton of eliminations there. I think the only thing he's eliminated more than people in that rumble is science in Knox County. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I, I, but I could be mistaken oh. on that. I don't know if you have any statistics on that, Michael. But I uh, don't. I'd love to hear them. Okay. Glenn
0: Jacobs is lucky. The uh, partisan lean in that county is very much in favor of him because, oh. good God. the a... I had to unfollow him. Had to unfollow him. I
3: mean, don't Twitter meet your comment. heroes. I mean, not that you meet them, but it's like, holy smokes. <laughs>
0: um, all right. So, yeah, check the 2005 Rumble. We did the classic show on Patreon about yeah, a year ago. Exactly I a year it. ago on that one. That was a really fun one. So, all right. So, what we're going to do is... So, so Michael has a ranking you know, of the top Royal Rumblers of all time. We're going to kind of go around the horn and talk about where we think some different people might rank on his list. He's going to let us know if we're on track or not. Before we do, let's get the plugs in. The show has been growing a lot in recent weeks. So thank you to everyone who has been checking what out the said. audio feed. <laughs> thank you for helping it grow, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we've I've, we've been reaching a lot of new people. Our downloads are way up from uh, December. So thank you to everyone who's listening. If you're listening, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. Leave us a five-star rating. Like Michael mentioned, he left us a written review on Apple many months ago. Great review. Thank you for that. Anyone that leaves us a written review, leave your Twitter or Instagram username so I can send you a free sticker in the mail. It's something we do for reviews. That way I know how to get a hold of you. Um, The big one we've been pushing recently, and it's been working because our Spotify downloads are up quite a bit, is leave us the five-star rating on Spotify. They just added a rating system. So we're trying to get out in front of the search algorithm. You know, the more five-star ratings we have on there, the higher we will rank. And since they just opened it up, we can get out there in front. So thank you to everyone that, even if you don't use Spotify typically, get the app and leave us a five-star rating. Why not? Just do it. A lot of you have because we've seen those downloads spike. Of course, we do the stream every week too when we record. Uh, We're live right now on YouTube. We're on Twitch, like I mentioned, Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check it out. You can join us live and in the chat. If you're joining us live right now, let us know what your favorite Royal Rumbles are in the chat room. We'll get those comments up here on the screen. And then Patreon. Like I said at the beginning of the show, it is the best way to support Top Rope Nation. You're going to see the names here on the video stream here in a second. Every single person that supports us, we thank you so much for your support on what okay. we're doing. I'm putting out here. so much bonus content. You see, I'm them all right there. So much bonus content every single month. Kyle is recording a new Top Rope Nation extra with good friend of the show Liam O'Rourke, Wrestling Observer Newsletter award winner, uh, and I'm lo- I'm looking forward to just sitting back as in a listener and listening to that one. It's going to be probably worth the monthly price of admission for Patreon right there. I mentioned too much Royal- pressure. I, I mentioned Royal Rumble '92. Our review coming to Patreon next next week couple weeks ago we put out uh, classics on the first WWF shotgun Saturday night so if you if you listen to us on the main feed here every week thank you of course but you're only getting half the content we're putting out a lot more on Patreon try it out for a month see if you like it or not Michael thinks it's worth it he's been a patron for many many months as have over 25 of you I think we're at 26 right now so join up see what it's all about Greatly, greatly would appreciate your support on Patreon. Link in the podcast description.
3: Looking forward to uh, getting my hat.
0: Yes, this hat I have behind me right here. I have one of these I am sending Michael. Yes. Justin's got one on the stream right there. So this might be the one I'm sending you. Actually. I got my shirt already.
3: So I'm my, like mine's right
2: over there, by the way. I just, I'm not going to get Kyle's
0: it. is on the bar. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Um, all right. So. Let's get into this discussion now on the best Royal Rumblers of history and in history. Kyle, you are the pro wrestling rain man. Uh Give us your thoughts on who you think ranks at the top of the list as the greatest Royal Rumble entrance in history.
2: Well, it's, you know, Michael brings up some good points because people will default to naturally those who have won it multiple times. Steve Austin has the most wins at three. He also, the years he didn't win it was around pretty late, if I remember. Uh, you know, 99, the fact that he went from start to finish comes with a big asterisk. As, you know, you had the cocaine-induced booking of Vince Russo uh, <laughs> in that hat that took him out of the match for 50 minutes.
0: What a horrible rumble that one was. That's terrible. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but O <sighs> two, 2 he's one of the last three. 96, I think he's one of the last guys. He was actually eliminated accidentally. Mm-hmm. I believe he told the story in that one. So he's got to be on the list. Randy Orton probably is up high too. <laughs> he won it multiple times. And just because longevity, I-, I was thinking about it. Because there was a little chat going on on Facebook about this subject. And I started thinking about Orton and... He has a lot of like top fours too, probably. Michael, right? right. I'm thinking off the top of my head, like 07. I know he's in the final four.
3: Yeah, 11. I- um, yeah. He's, yeah.
1: I yeah, he's he's think, I think yeah. if it wasn't last year, it might be this year. I think he's like 30 minutes away from breaking Jericho's all time record for time spent in a Rumble. Yeah. Obviously, Jericho never won it. So, yeah. And weigh that.
2: But but if I had to pick somebody like the greatest who has the greatest cumulative Rumble performance, obviously. Look, uh, I'm not breaking any new ground here. I the best singular performance in a Rumble, in my opinion, is Ric Flair in 1992. But Austin in '97, he has a case for number two, and the fact that he's also won it three times, you know, and has all those strong finishes. I I don't know. I, I guess my initial thought would be him
3: stone-cold Steve Austin is ranked number one on my list. Yes. Um, the, the third win, you know, he's really close with a couple guys in some of those stats, but the third win, being the only guy with three wins that breaks all the ties, you know, so to speak. So, uh, yes, I would say stone-cold Steve Austin is the greatest performer in Royal Rumble history. And one thing to keep in mind, guys, I, my list is totally kayfabe just so you know, like it's all based on numbers and stuff like that. Like, you know, how athletic you look and stuff like that isn't going to be uh Tim Jensen is the top one. All right,
0: go Tim. <laughs> so <laughs> Kyle just, so you just sent are. me a, a chat. I on didn't our, mean to uh, send it
2: private. I was going to send it back. I was going to send it in the chat. I, I typed it in the wrong field or can I not type uh, it in the field?
0: Well, Tim is joining us live. He's been in the chat. Kyle said, Tim Jensen is a top rumbler in my opinion, patron Tim, of the show.
3: Tim will be happy to hear what I just yeah. said. So.
0: <laughs> Official top rope nation graphic designer, Tim Jensen. Nice. That is yeah, Stone cold number one that doesn't surprise me. I mean he's the only one with three victories. There's seven people with two victories. Hogan Michaels, triple H, Orton Edge, Batista Cena.
2: I have a question as you say that stat something I was gonna bring up anyway, but this seems like a good time. Is there too many multiple time winners, do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're mm-hmm. I think at least half those two timers should have never gotten either their first or their second. I agree
3: with you hundred percent.
1: Yeah, Yeah. way too many two-timers.
3: And
2: this is a tease for what I'm going to talk about with Liam. The tying uh, of the Rumble to the Mania main event really limits your pool, and that's why I think you've got... I understand why they do it. It gives stakes, but it really limits the pool of who can win every year and takes away the... You know, any man now they don't market as such, but in the early days they certainly market. You know, any man, can, every man for himself. Anyone can win this thing. So yeah.
3: Well, it's, something that it's the one like. benefit to me of having two championships. I I don't like the two championships. I want there to be one. But the one benefit is it does leave something more open for the rumble. Like when Sheamus won, like nobody saw that coming. You know, because if there was only one title, Sheamus is not main eventing WrestleMania. Like I like Sheamus, but that was never going to happen. So the fact that you have like a secondary world title does leave some uh, opening for that, uh, that the Rumble.
1: Sheamus winning was one of probably a dozen or more scenarios where the obvious choice was changed <laughs> because I'm sure Vince thought it was too obvious. Uh, and I would say in that Rumble, it probably should have been Jericho.
3: Yeah, absolutely. The Challenge Jericho Park. supposedly is the one who talked him out of it. He talked himself out of winning the Rumble to Vince. So everybody <laughs> knows it. It's not going to be fun. We'll, 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 get, we'll match me with Punk later. Like what an that idiot! Rumble, that Rumble stinks, by the way. Yeah, it's not a good one. That's one of the worst
2: ones. Yeah. Real,
1: real quick. Uh, when before we move on from the two-time winners, it should also be mentioned, as I think we've talked about before, Edge, two-time winner, went on to lose both of his title opportunities at WrestleMania. So maybe we could have taken his away. <laughs> mm, yes.
3: Yeah, last so those year was are-
1: bad too.
0: Yeah. Don't,
2: don't get me started on him like shopping it around that that NXT segment oh. where he was like yeah. where he was like the dad talking about how he could throw the ball to those mountains back in the day <laughs> and more we like who was it Pete Don and Finn Balor were standing there like kids like Dad when can we go back and play our video games
3: when are you gonna stop this Dude, this I am so
0: glad you just used that line because one of my favorite football podcasts on the intro. They have that line on it. Throw a yeah. pigskin a quarter of a mile. You've just given me an excuse to put it into this podcast. i <laughs> definitely do that.
3: Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Uh,
0: it's amazing. Something
2: Michael said, and I wanted to um, follow up on it, with the element of, okay, now there's two world champions, so that opens things up a little bit, the pool. There's pros and cons with that, too. That's another discussion we're going to have on that one with Liam. Those, yeah. those are like kind of like the two big discussions. Like It's like, yes, it makes it more surprise, but when the winner of the Rumble is in the secondary title match, does that kind of hurt the specialness of the mm-hmm. Rumble? It, it, it works both ways. There's a lot of pros and cons, but that's a different discussion for a different day. I apologize. No, we're talking about all this stuff. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Roman Reigns is probably high on the list, too. Somebody made a point that... And this just speaks to why did they keep him as a baby face so long? Like it's so silly. They deliberately would keep him in the end mm-hmm. of Rumbles to get over the baby face winner. I, I, they... think he's,
1: I think he's been the last one eliminated like three times at least.
3: Yeah. He holds that record. <laughs> <Yeah>. He also <laughs> six times he's been in the final four. And he's hasn't been around like that long. He's been in the final four. He's tied for second in Final Fours. Roman wow. Reigns. You know? Wow. It's
2: you yeah. crazy. <laughs> that- that was great. I've, I remember specifically reading an Observer where Meltzer was like, yeah, they thought having Reigns be the last one eliminated would be really great because it would make everyone cheer for the winner. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why is this man still a baby face? <laughs> like if they recognize <laughs> that's a problem. I
0: was just, no kidding. I think we've
2: talked about this before once, yeah. Brian, on the show. But I'm having flashbacks or something that we... This I'm, I'm fairly I, certain, yeah. yeah.
0: I think How so. do
3: we get the crowd to cheer Nakamura? Oh, let's put him against our top babyface. That'll get <laughs> yeah. cheers.
0: <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that 19. Yes. It was 19- that one 19- yes. <laughs> was what or the like, one.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, both. So you said Austin's number one, and I'm looking at the... So we know that winning the Rumble probably helps your rating quite a bit, and we've mm-hmm. got the seven two-time winners. And when I'm looking at the stats that I looked up on most cumulative eliminations uh, of the two time winners. Michaels is the highest. So I'm guessing John Michaels is pretty high on your list.
3: Shawn Michaels is number two. All right. There we go. Nice. And I and mentioned this to Ryan before we started, but I do have a slight uh, push for guys who have been around a little bit longer, like the older guys, just because they booked the match differently that way. And it was harder for some of those guys to rack up the big numbers. Um, the example I used is in football, Lynn Swan is a Hall of Famer in the NFL. Tyler Lockett has more receiving yards in his career than Lynn Swan. Like <laughs> it's just because it was just a different era. You yeah. know, I don't think anybody's gonna sit here and have the nerve to tell you that Tyler Lockett's a better player than Lynn Swan. But yeah. you know, he just played in an era where they passed the ball more. So I try to bump those older guys up a little bit because of that. So
1: I don't it probably doesn't factor in uh, to your stats. But something that I would take into account is, you know, kind of with Kyle saying that flair would be his number one is the impact they had in the rumbles. They were in, you know, it's like an NBA. Would you, if you're starting a franchise, would you rather have 20 years of Carl Malone or 10 of magic Johnson? 20 of Carl
3: Malone, but no, I know what you're saying. Bad choice. (laughs) (laughs) What?
0: That's yeah, another I hero he that
3: I've... I was a big Malone fan when I was younger. Yikes. Yeah. Hasn't aged well. I'll
2: tell you what Stat: Irvin beats him it is group sex in the forum elevator.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Nobody tops Magic in that one.
2: So, <laughs> and, and actually, those two, when you, when you talk about Carl Malone and Magic Johnson, it makes me think of my favorite NBA quote. Oh, no. When Magic came back I know and Carl Malone was critical of um, yeah. When Magic me and Charles Barkley said, and I, I think I've said this on the pod before. I feel Say I it, again. it again. Charles Barkley goes, "It's not like we're having unprotected sex at center court." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: National treasure, <laughs> Charles Barkley. Uh,
2: so here's a question. This is kind of my version of you know if we were playing Guess Who and I wanted to guess yeah. a bunch of people that were on your list. Is anyone who won the Rumble? not among your top 30? Oh, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Really? Yeah. A uh, lot? yeah.
3: I mean, Vince, no. Vince isn't getting on here. Um, Big John Studd. <laughs> okay. Sorry, pal. Yeah. <laughs> that, that
2: John, John Studd was definitely somebody I was like... Hey, Axel
3: Duggan is not on here. He was at one point, um, but he is, he is gone. Oh, um, so you
2: did include 88 on this. Okay.
3: Oh, yeah. I did include 88. I, I did not include the house shows, mm-hmm. and I did not include the... The Blood Money. I love that you refer to that pay per view as that name. It cracks me up. So, did I include the Blood Money pay per view? It's just the annual January uh, event that counts. Luger. Um, Luger's not on there, too. Yeah. Nakamura. Nakamura is not. Nakamura's not. Okay. Uh, he, he if he has a solid one this year, he'll probably get on though. Okay.
0: Mm. I, so well, if if you if you look at your top five, so we said Austin, we said Michaels. Are if we, I'm just guessing to round it out. Is it Hogan, Cena, and Edge?
3: It is Hogan. is five. Okay. Cena is seven. Edge is six. So you're missing okay. some I'm assuming, big ones. Assuming
1: uh, Orton's got to be in there. Yeah, just because Orton's of how in. long he's been around. Orton's Although I would I make mean, an ar- I'd make an argument that he has as many great wrestle or Royal Rumble moments as Bushwhacker
3: Luke, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> well, but again, you go with that quality. Appearances, you know, whether you like the stat or not. I mean, he's the all time leader in that stat. He's nine. He's got nine <laughs> times for his quality appearance. He's got the most final fours. He's been eight final fours, you know. So if you're just looking at it from a kayfabe perspective, it's kind of all hard right. to deny his legacy.
2: Let's think about Orton. So in 04, that was his first one. Yeah. I think he has, he comes in, I think he's one of the first, he's the first two Here. with Benoit. Yeah. Yep. And then, He's like he goes halfway, and it's that great moment
3: where Foley comes Foley. back. So that I was, was there, cool. by the way. Only rumble was a rep. Oh wow, oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. he's in Philly. Uh,
2: and oh seven, like that was a good fight. Everyone remembers the final two with Michaels and Taker, but yeah. it was but Edge were in the final four. That was like good too. So, so he's
3: runner up in two thousand six with Mysterio. Oh yes, of course. So right. it's Triple, like
2: Triple H shamelessly hangs around Ray the whole time. <sighs> Terrible. <laughs> um, and then he wins in 09. And, yeah.
3: yeah, he wins in 09. In the 2011, this drives me crazy. It's like he wrestled a match earlier in the night. He comes out. That's the 40 person when he comes out, like 39. He's in there for like five minutes, but he gets a final four. So for me, as like a statistician guy, it's like, oh, come on.
0: Yeah. So, um,
3: and then he wins it twice, you know. So did we
2: name the top seven then, or are we still missing something? We're I mean, we missing, uh,
3: missing four. Or are we missing number yeah, four? Yeah, you're missing four. Taker. No, Taker is mm. eleven. Okay. I'm surprised. I mean, you guys just aren't thinking of it because this guy's numbers. I'm
0: serious. I'm just looking at my oh, it's list Rick of Flair.
3: E- no, or no, no, it's not Rick Flair.
0: Um I'm looking at my cumulative elimination. I missed Orton on that list. Orton is tied with Hogan at number seven for most eliminations, and he's a two time winner, so that makes sense with Orton. Said Hogan, said Cena, said Edge. Oh duh, Brock is in H. the top ten. Triple H. Yeah. Oh, no.
3: 2 time winner. He's number four? He's number four. Yeah. Rock. Um, Brock. Right yeah, you know, Triple yeah, Triple H is third in that plus minus ratio. You know, fifth in quality appearances. He's uh, number Sith one on Nations. shitting on CM Punk in two thousand ten. Oh. <laughs> every bad thing you've ever said about Triple H, I agree with you.
2: Number one on shitting on RVD in 2 Oh god. Who else did he shit on? Yeah, do you remember
3: when during the, the Reigns and
2: Abra Reigns in 2016? That was the worst.
3: Hmm. Do you guys remember when he when they were doing the the Daniel Bryan's not a b is a B plus player and he's like you're not an a you're you're like a Jericho and RVD just like out of nowhere just starts like ragging on these guys so like what yeah like, why are you burying these guys that are still good loyal to your <laughs> company like what are you doing?
0: Imagine uh,
2: yeah. feeling bad for Triple H. Oh, We're like Triple L. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking at the stats, trying to figure yeah, out so who else would be in it. So you who got is, all the top guys now. You got all the top okay. eight.
2: Okay, I, I think an interesting stat is who is the top-ranked person that never won a Rumble? That's the
3: next mm. person on the list. The number Kane? nine has never won. Nope, Kane is 10. So very Ooh. close. Jericho 20, Jericho. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Has the record for plus minus uh you know second in quality appearances, uh a bunch of eliminations just outside of the top 10 eliminations. Boy, so he, yeah.
1: He really doesn't have any kind of classic rumble moments, does he? Um
2: I Well, well
3: 2003, cuz he starts Yeah, I was with I was just to say I like that.
2: Yeah. And he just
3: I love that start of that rumble. That was really mm-hmm. different. Like that's when the Rumble would still do something different. Like today, if they had those two guys start in the ring, they would both sit around for 50 minutes, you know, yes. and would be if, boring. But Jericho comes out and just shit kicks them, throws them out, and everybody, the audience is just shocked. You're just like, whoa. Yeah. Or,
2: or if they did it the way they did it, and if people forget the storyline was Jericho and Michaels who would start their feud, Jericho's like, I remember when you went coast to coast, so I think we should start one and two. And they did, and everyone's like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, I think Christian does the fake out out. to distract Michaels, and Jericho comes from behind him and and just destroys him and throws him out. People, if they did that now, would be mad. Oh, yeah. Because these modern fans don't get eat. Now I I sound like Billy Ray, and I
3: apologize. (laughs) (laughs) But it was good. It was was awesome.
2: That was really unexpected.
3: And it made you want to see that match at Mania. Yeah. You know, it was like, wow. And then, awesome.
2: To Justin's point, I'm trying to think of, like, other times I remember Jericho in the Rumble. He was the runner-up in 12, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. I liked him in 05. Yeah, he was good in he, he, was, he, he was part of, like, that really strong first half when they yeah. did the Raw and SmackDown face-off, and he had the he great elimination running. of Rene Dupree when he started, like, doing the Rene Dupree banners <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of that one. Um, what else did Jericho do? So he had the two
3: back-to-backs. Well, he had the big pop in 13. One of the biggest pops of all time. When uh, Ziggler comes out first and Ziggler's like, oh, just bring him out. And Jericho comes out as like a surprise entrant. Go back and watch that. That pop is amazing. So, he comes out so too.
2: I would say that is the rumble. That might be the only rumble I've never seen multiple times. Oh, well. wow. Like yeah, that 2013, but I remember compared to the other ones of that era, it was better. Like because I think that like the 2011, well, to 20, 2011, to 2016, that era stinks of Rumbles,
0: mm-hmm. stinks. Yep. Uh, did you say where where Lesnar ranks?
3: He's fairly low, um, just because he just doesn't. Outside of the one year, he he's not in it very long. Very much. Yeah. So the elimination numbers are there. You know, he's a yeah. big-time elimination number guy. But, you know, like the year he won, he came in 29. He's in the match for like five minutes. Um, you know, he had a couple of those appearances in the mid-2000s where he just kind of showed up, threw three or four guys out, and, oh, my God, Goldberg got him. Oh, my God, Bray Wyatt's gang got him, which they never followed up on, by the way. Um,
2: he refused to work with Bray. Oh. Didn't did. hear that from me. <laughs> also refi- <laughs> He also refused to work with Kevin Owens, too, at WrestleMania of the Year. Oh, Didn't hear I, that I from I would have loved that. I would have loved that one.
0: <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he takes a swig from the Kevin Owens glass. Yeah, Amazing.
2: He suckered Dean Ambrose into a match, though. Oh, yeah. At that WrestleMania. that was terrible. You
3: know him as John Moxley. Sidebar, real quick. My brother at, and I were just talking about that. He's John Moxley to me now. I, like It was about six months ago, I think. I was like, oh, wait. He's not Dean Ambrose pretending to be John Moxley. He's John Moxley now. I just thought that was cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, Adam in the chat wanted to know where Kofi Kingston ranks, or or is he just known for the crazy ways that he avoids elimination?
3: He's fun. I'm glad he's around there. But, man, does he have a lot of bad rumbles. Yeah. I am probably like the low
2: person when it comes to appreciating the Kofi spot because it speaks to how – the modern rumble is done where it seems cool. Like when you're watching it, but then it has no meaning. So as the years progress, it would get more and more convoluted. And I guess physically more impressive how he stayed in. Right. But the problem was, as the years went on and the more convoluted got, he would also then like seemingly get eliminated quicker right after he got back in the ring. And you're wondering why did they waste all that time doing that? If he's just going to get tossed as soon as he gets back in. I I never liked that.
3: I just think Vince thinks it's funny. Like, oh, he did a pogo stick. He just yeah. throw it out. <laughs> yeah. That's a good I, one. Yeah. But it's like the same joke five years in a row. So it's like, yeah, like I, why do we care anymore? I believe, Ryan, you could
2: look this up. When you requested a writing sample for the website back in the day. I believe oh I did something on the Royal Rumble and I said, it's time to retire the Kofi spot. And I remember thinking, <laughs> if this guy like takes umbrage with that, I don't really want to do anything with him. <laughs> this is what Not, like
0: 2015 yeah Ish? something like I'm
2: pretty sure I said it's time to retire the Kofi spot
0: I'm looking it up right now
2: <laughs> I could be wrong maybe I just wrote that to somebody else who knows maybe it was the Morrison myself.
3: spot first and then it became yeah, it the Kofi the more, spot
2: and he, and he took it yeah. so <laughs> we've named most of the top 15 right at this
3: point yep. or top yep. 10 there's one of the two timers you haven't mentioned but one of the, Batista oh, well, Batista, Batista, okay. Yeah. Um, but the least impressive of all the two-time winners. So there's one guy who is not a Rumble winner who's next.
2: Where? So where does Batista rank? 12th. 12th, okay. And there was one other two-time winner that we haven't mentioned? No, no, he
3: was the last one.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, because he Kane... came in late in 05. Yeah, both of
3: his wins, he was, t- he was 28th. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> Kane's got to be up there.
3: Yeah, Kane yeah, was we had him. We got him. We got oh, him. we oh, did have him. We, him? Got, okay. we got Kane. Kane's okay. ten, oh. Undertaker's eleven. Uh, so we're, we're
1: twelve. So we're and trying then, to name a one time winner or a no A zero time winner. A zero time winner next. Mm, punk? Nope. Mm. But he's on
3: here.
0: Yeah, Punk's he's up there in, in total Punk's... cumulative time.
3: Oh yeah. No, Punk's resume is incredible. Um but this guy's is better. Hmm. This is one of the fun ones for me. Like one of the guys that you wouldn't expect if you didn't watch these rumbles.
2: What era is it? Can I get it a- early? Early. Teddy
3: DiBiase. He is also up here. Good guess. DiBiase guess. is fantastic in the Royal Rumble. Like unbelievable. Because a lot of these guys don't get a lot of eliminations, but DiBiase just used to toss guys out. That's like the hardest thing for some of these guys is to – there's a lot of guys that lay around the ring a lot, but to actually get the eliminations is the hard part for yeah. some of these guys. People That's being what the center- punk, people DVD being the centerpiece.
2: Yeah. He, yeah, his ninety run was great. Now 92, oh, yeah. he, 92, it's crazy how he just he's eliminated right away. Yeah. Uh, is Bob Backlund?
3: <laughs> uh, my original draft, Bob Backlund was on there on the strength of okay, that. Just
2: because he's really
3: boring ninety three performance. Yeah. Uh,
1: but no, are we, no are we talking like a nineties guy here? Yeah. Like, wow, oh.
3: early 90s, early through through the whole 90s. He was around Rick Martel. All right. So, now that you've said it, when we were talking about at the beginning, Rick Martel is the guy that got me into this process because <laughs> okay. I was just like, I guess the 91 Rumble was the one I watched the most as a kid, and he hangs out in that one for forever. And then there's like, uh, he does really well in 90, and in 93, he gets a final four. And I was like, I just kept watching all these rumbles. I'm like, how many times does Rick Martel kick ass in the Royal Rumble? So yeah, I mean, he, by now he's down to 25, okay. but uh, yes, I mean Martel. I just I love I love watching Rick Martel in the Royal Rumble. It just makes, oh, Davey it just makes Boy. me happy. Davy Boy, yes. Okay. Oh wow. Davey yes, Davy Boy's resume is unbelievable. Yeah, you he know, he had that strong
2: run in '92 when he was in the first half, and then '95, and then he goes coast to coast in '95.
3: He goes coast to coast in '95 final four in 96
2: i think yeah because yeah, they, um, they hype it a lot how he's been back-to-back final fours yeah um when he's in 97 and he gets tossed kind of early
3: yeah so uh davy boy yeah and and you know a lot of elimination so real strong resume for davy boy hmm. and so then the next guy you've mentioned is flair and the next one uh, not my favorite what Zero. number is this Winner we, fifteen. Winner one-time winner.
0: Oh, Chris redacted.
3: Uh, he's coming. He's seventeen. There's three no. one-time winners in a row here. Yeah, that was the one I was at too. I was I was never a fan of. I could do a whole show talking about my opinions on Chris Benoit, the whole from the beginning to the end. But hey, uh, now wait a second. Have, have we heard Bret Hart's name yet? Bret Hart's coming
1: right up.
0: That's what 16. I was gonna.
1: Yeah. Hey, but a halftime winner.
3: I oh, do give him half harsh. credit for yes. the win. Yeah,
2: yes. yes. I do give <laughs> he, he never win. he never won one by himself.
0: I was gonna throw it out there because I thought you were being sarcastic with that. I don't really like this knowing you were gonna piss me and Justin off.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, the, ro- the rock the rock?
3: The
0: yeah. rock is, is coming right up.
3: Yep. Wow. Not the not the most highest one. Okay. No, for me, I say Bret Hart is the best in ring performer of all time so uh, you're not going to there we go smart. definitely
0: a, coming back on this podcast it's a
2: one it's a one person it's a one-time winner one time Oh time roman reigns
0: no he's already he was eight.
2: Oh, 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 no i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i should have been writing these down
3: i said this in one of the chats recently too i think i'm starting to think that daniel bryan might be my number two all-time in-ring performer as crazy as that seems
2: it's seth rollins
3: he's on sheamus? here sheamus sheamus Seamus is on here. You're, so you're naming all the next guys that are coming up, <laughs> okay. which is great. This is what you're supposed to be doing. But there's this one who
1: – Yoko? I
3: pro- no. probably messed this up. Did we say The Rock already? Was he already on there? Yeah, yeah rock The Rock we got.
1: Okay. A one-time winner. So.
2: One-time winner.
3: Had two back-to-back years where he was incredible. And that's – most of his resume is on those two incredible performances in back-to-back years.
0: Did we have Taker?
3: Yep. Yeah, Taker we had. He was 11. Okay. Huh. Am I, why am I not mentioning a one
2: time? Why am I drawing a blank on a one time?
0: Lex bitter? Luger? Nope. Nope. Hmm.
2: We mentioned John Cena, yeah. who's a two time yeah, winner. Oh. Anyway. Two time winner. Yep. Yeah.
0: Rollins? Yep. Rollins just, is kind he, of
2: Yeah. It's not Alberto Del Rio. No,
3: no. he does not
2: make it. Okay. Go. Oh one of the God. worst winners.
3: No. Kyle <laughs> <laughs> Strowman. I'm just saying. Uh, well, I'm
0: just no, saying. <laughs> that's the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah,
3: right. so Strowman would have made it if I counted the greatest one. Yeah. but...
0: Hmm. Boy, who I don't know. Give it, it to us. here, uh, yeah, I, for-
3: this-
2: I just want to start rattling off the yeah, entire winners. But I, Lester Benoit, Batista, oh yes, Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio. Mysterio. Mysterio, there we oh, go. Yeah, all right, yeah. there we go. So okay. we had the
3: 2005 okay. where he went like you know through most of the match, yeah, and then 2000 2006- and he got a final four, and then 2006, obviously. I I
1: almost like- named him, but then we rattled off all the guys like that, that were after him. I was like, well, there's no way he's ahead of those.
3: No, he is. Yeah, <laughs> really is. Yeah. They always let get any, eliminations did, too, which is weird. They just they just love that thing where he does the Hurricane Rana, where the guy's trying to throw him over, and he does like he's done that like seven or eight times.
2: Did he get any minus points for being booed out of the building at number yes. thirty for twenty yes. fourteen? He dropped okay. two spots just for, okay, just, just, for just for that for his booing in two thousand. All right, so I feel we, we 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 just kind of rattled off fifteen. Yeah, and you crossed 20 this whole that. middle
3: section. So yeah, okay. I'll just run it back real quick. So twelve Batista, thirteen Bulldog, fourteen Flair, fifteen Ray. 16 rock 17 benoit 18 punk 19 brett 20 sheamus 21 rollins 22 is justin's boy and i say that fully sarcastic <laughs> zero wins Ooh, who's my boy not your boy yeah yeah Sar- yeah, yeah sarcasm uh <laughs> Dolph ziggler no. ziggler's terrible by the way, I can give you the top five worst Rumblers of all time, too, if at some point if you guys want to talk about God. that. Hell, yeah.
2: Bushwhacker
1: Luke?
0: No. Actually. How dare you?
3: There's one person who is clearly the worst performer in Royal Rumble history. It's hysterical. I think it's hysterical. Who is it? Viscera.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Viscera
3: does the same thing every time. He comes out. The announcer's like, whoa, look, it's Viscera. And then two minutes later, like six guys throw him over the rope. It's like the same thing every time.
0: Mm. I don't know Justin who's your boy
1: I I don't know I'm trying to think of who would sarcastically be my boy (laughs) I am drawing a blank right this is a non-winner
3: non-winner yeah
2: have we named So are all the winners that made your list accounted for there's no
3: there's one that you have not mentioned
0: Hmm.
3: one winner that you have not mentioned he's 26 so he's not very high but
2: there's a winner that we and we haven't mentioned him
3: yeah
0: McIntyre
2: McIntyre oh Okay. okay There you go. So the rest, mm. then, my God! So we've got like eight non-winners to mention to figure out.
3: Whoa. To me, this is the fun part. So you already said okay. Martel, who's like probably my favorite guy on here. But there's a couple more of these that, that you'll you guys will think of. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm not answering for this one. The sarcastically, my boy, but uh, is perfect on here. Yes, he is. Mm. All right. Two so probably two probably
0: Final Fours. Dude, I love that 2002 Rumble. I do too. I love 2022,
3: 2022. Justin,
0: we were working together at the time, and I remember marking out with you at work at that store we worked at about Mr. Perfect coming back and being the Rumble. We were so jacked about that. Hell yeah. That was so much fun. He, he was perfect he was perfect that's part day. of
2: that royal rumbles the drop kick of doom maven on the undertaker and then they that's shit on it right away they they, they should they should have let that breathe man and do the beat down the next
3: night on raw yeah that i agree with but again that's the kind of stuff they don't do today you know like
2: have, did, did we mention if bob Backlund made I
3: when i first put this thing together about okay, 10 that's right. 12, okay, 12 years okay, ago he was on there but he has since been passed by the <laughs> so lights how many of the,
2: how many people have we not named that are okay. on the list? because so, I know you mentioned you, one, we, you've got Martel and Matt attire
3: still. Three, four, five. It's so only There's five guys you haven't mentioned. Okay. Um,
1: guys, can you think of who who do I shit on?
0: What was Kane's rating?
3: Kane is ten.
0: Ten. Okay. So it's not Kane.
3: So he's only plus one. That's his that's his big hurt. Because again, Kane. So many times, and I'm sure you guys remember he comes out, he throws one dude out, they're like, oh, who's gonna get Kane? Oh, the next guy. Like he's got a bunch of those like one and a half minute appearances. Owen
2: Hart? Is he on this nope. list?
3: Okay. Hmm. Ziggler? This person <laughs> is not currently wrestling in WWE. Oh, okay. Uh Cody? See? Cody Rhodes. Nice. Number twenty two. What is best Cody? Cody? best
0: He's Cody. in. The, he's in the uh, top ten of longest cumulative time. He's number eight all time.
3: He is three hours. Yeah,
0: three hours and six minutes. Yeah.
3: But did
2: any of it count?
0: The American Nightmare. The American Nightmare Cody Rose, is one
2: of the no, best no, no,
3: performers just, in Royal Rumble Justin, history. Just, just,
2: Justin, it needs I, a couple teeth in it. the chest. The
1: American of, Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> there you
2: go. Yes. There yes. you go. That was
1: amazing. Cody,
3: Cody, yeah. <laughs> well, in 2009, he rides Orton's coattails. You know, through the whole. Uh... So he starts. He's like...
0: Class? So he's like halfway through, <laughs> he makes it the whole way. Sure. Hip toss class. That was hip toss. Right. Oh, uh,
2: okay. How are how many?
3: So now so we, we got four left. left.
2: How, are there any older people?
3: Yeah, they're all older.
2: They're all old, but defined older.
3: Um, okay, so one like as old as it gets, two pretty much as old as it gets. And then the other two are like nineties, two thousands guys. Valentine? No, that's a good one though. He used to be on here too. He's a guy I tracked for a I, long I, time.
2: I, I brought this up when we in our ninety-one discussion on Facebook. The long standing rumor that they let him go long, although of course only two, it it does take fifteen minutes for the hammer to warm up, but the rumor <laughs> in ninety one. Was that they put him out there long as a rib
3: for working a Herb Abrams show.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I met uh, I, I met him at one of these wrestling conventions one time and just he was just hung over and just did not give a shit. And I'm just oh. like Okay. Like why you're wondering why nobody wants to come over here and buy your stuff. It's like say, you're a say a say what I
2: kinda I was about to say, I kinda like Greg Valentine
1: now.
3: Um <laughs> Savage. So, Yes, Ray right. okay.
1: the stupidest royal rumble oh, participant yeah. ever. What were no they kidding. F-
3: I still it still bothers me. Savage. Like who thought that was a good idea? Oh, uh Jake Roberts. Nope, Jake Roberts uh, is not Jake. Guy actually, I I would say he'd actually be one of the worst. He's interesting cuz he has like two pretty solid appearances with some eliminations and then a couple where he just gets shit kicked, so. Yeah. Um, like Big show? Big show. So, Okay. Even worse sense. than Kane is the history of coming in, throwing one or two guys out, and just getting tossed right away. But he's top ten all time in eliminations, and uh, two time runner up. Big know, Show so, is top ten. Yeah, wow. top ten in eliminations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's. Uh, I can tell you right now, he's seventh ahead of Hogan, Cena, Lesnar. Again, my numbers might differ from some other people's because I watch him and I check for halves and I check for bullshit.
1: From, from our hate, chat, we we already – we said Ted DiBiase, yeah, right? Yeah. Ted DiBiase was already – yeah. yeah. Um,
2: the Big Show, I hate – like, one, my one complaint about the – well, I have a couple complaints about oh one. one Number one is the inexplicable push of Kane. But, like, at the end, it gets messy where, like, Big Show makes his return from, you know, being an OVW. And they book him, like, as this complete monster for three minutes. And then they toss him right away.
3: That's what they always do with them. And always then make he, it like a big And deal. then he, and like, and oh, then he grabs
2: it. rock out and, and choke slams rock. Uh
3: to set up that huge match they had at WrestleMania? Oh, no. No. He no. was in the yeah, hardcore hard title. God match. forbid we use the Royal Rumble to set up the Is gold
2: dust in?
3: No, in fact, Goldust is top five worst all time. Oh, wow. Okay, wow, What rumble. an oh, embarrassing okay.
1: choice by me, wow. Yeah, <laughs> no, but he's in it a lot. So I can see, like, because
3: <laughs> yeah. you have images of him being in it a lot. But he's Kyle, old. do you even watch pro wrestling? No.
2: Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Is it, do you is even like piracy? pro rumble? Yeah. Uh...
3: Shelton Benjamin's another top five worst rumblers, by the way. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. and I don't know if – I've never heard anybody talk about this. I looked at it, but I'm wondering if there was a running gag because I think it's four straight years – Sean Michaels eliminates Shelton Benjamin specifically, like those two. So I don't know if that was like something that was like a gag that like Michaels always throws Ben Shelton Benjamin over. So I think it was anybody just like, hears oh, that story. it was
2: just like, remember that match at 05? Yeah, you're never yeah. getting
3: it again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so
2: we've got two left.
3: Two, two guys that. left. Yeah, these are hard. And I mean, these are hard. One's old and one is 90s. One's, yeah, okay. one's old, one's 90s, 2000s-ish. And they're hard. They're hard. I mean, I might just have to give you guys these because these are hard. Yeah, Rikishi. Yes, Rikishi. Nice job. Oh wow, big keys. So he had a couple different, uh you know, gimmicks through some of these, but they all. Oh, because he had that
2: great run in 2000 that had the Yeah, so that's a big. Early 2000, yeah, that was real good. In 2002,
3: he had another good one. He had a he had a final four in '94. Uh, Believe it or not, that's Um,
2: right. He was it
3: was Luger, Brett
2: Shaw. Shaw. Everybody
3: remembers those three, but nobody like. We remember Brett throwing Sean over, but yeah, but they both go over, over at the same time. The same I like time, that
2: spot, yeah. Yeah, it's a great odd. spot. Yeah, that, that is Fun odd how he made the final four. Okay. I know. Probably so mistake. we've got so we've
3: got an old. <laughs> so just got, <laughs> so got, <laughs> so got an old one again. Really hard.
2: But I, feel I mean, this should be like,
3: Kyle's wheelhouse. I know.
2: I'm trying to think. Like Tito.
3: No, Tito is pretty good.
2: I'm just guessing older people, and you said Valentine didn't make it.
3: Nope. I, I mean, don't he think does, this is... he does. Go he does. He has two separate runs in WWE. One is later. No. Hmm. But he's in like one of the earliest one. He
1: might even be in the first. It's not Tito, is it? No. No. no we, uh, yeah, he's uh, uh,
0: It's not Warrior. No. Warrior was okay. only in
2: I think like two or three.
0: Yeah. I think
2: he's only in one.
3: He's only in '90. No, he's in '88. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. He gets like a minus four. He does nothing. (laughs) Total mid card. Let's give uh, Hacksaw a push. Let's see. So he's in, this guy's in 89 for sure. But then he comes, he's in 2000. Maybe 99. Yeah, I think 99. So he's like off for a bunch of years there. Boss man. Big boss man. Wow. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. 29th. We okay. did it.
1: Yeah,
3: nice. you did it. Nice job. Yeah. Uh,
0: Man. Dude, this is really interesting. I, yeah. I hope this has been a a good listen for the people. Because like I said, this is one of the few topics in pro wrestling that you can be kind of analytical about the numbers, yeah. which I always I love Rumble Season for that reason. Uh, yeah, Mike, I hope you do a book or something or at least some kind of feature on a website yeah. about this.
1: I uh, know a website Kyle, he could do that on. <laughs>
0: TopRumpeNation.com. By the way, Kyle, I was frantically looking for this email you sent me with the writing sample. I did find the first email you ever sent me to write for Top Rope Press. It was in April of 2016. Uh, Your writing samples were on WrestleMania, but I wanted to to share with you that I forwarded your application to my co-editor at the time, and I said to him, quote, this guy looks great.
3: <laughs> oh, that's nice. Again. Okay, there we go. Yeah, was nice I was say. correct. I was yes. correct. Yes. Yeah. Um. I, I'm i like in sync 95% of the time with Kyle. I'm just not as cynical. I think that's like what it is. Really <laughs> <do. laughs> oh, well, and on
2: that note, I've got a statistic for the 2022 Rumble.
3: Oh, boy. Oh.
2: Number of people entered that are over zero. <laughs> 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 I, man, that is crazy. This year, like, you know, th- there's gonna be some schmuck, probably like Ryan Satin or something, <laughs> who's like, you know, oh, you really just don't know who's gonna win the Rumble this year, yeah, because there's no viable freaking person mm-hmm. in it that you can yeah. pick.
3: Yeah, I think I know who it's gonna be, but
2: go go back and work us. with go back and work with Sheriff Joe Ryan. Let's <laughs> hear, it, Michael.
3: I don't know how they're going to make it work storyline wise, but I think they're going to put Lesnar in it somehow. Yes, and I do too. Going to That's... Set up the, the title for title. Mm-hmm. I don't Fight think it's going to be bet. title
2: for title. I think he's going to get. He's going to lose the Lashley the and land. get in. I think Heyman might turn on him. That makes and sense. Then, because I just think, like, we know that they're going to do Lesnar and Reigns. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, knowing modern, I mean, I don't know him, but like what we surmise about modern Vince how he doesn't like committing to things anymore like he used to he's not going to want to commit to that second title match i don't think early because that just it'll give him too much time to change his mind look at what happened last year with edge and how he was probably talked into that and then he's like god damn pal he's saying his his spirit for this industry was brought back by nxt what's
1: he thinking (laughs)
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I love
3: that whole piece you did last year where you talked about like UFC does plenty fine telling you what your main event is going to be three months in advance. Like, yeah. why do we have to keep WrestleMania surprise? Yeah,
2: because they have like 82 matches to determine. The, the man, it really drove it home on Monday. Just to you know, this is just totally unrelated for what we've been talking about for the last hour, but. The WWE is just an endless series of contender matches now for their endless amount of belts. And I think that's kind of watered down the rumble. We may talk about that, Liam and I, a little bit. But what drove it home is like Bianca and Liv are in a title match or in a number one contenders match, right? And they lose. And that should be like, oh, what a bummer. We lost this match. High well, what do they do the next week? Oh, well, we're going to be in the rumble. Like, that's just what the WWE is. It's just like you fail once, well, you figure out what the next opportunity is.
3: Oh, and a bunch they just, of. They just did know, the worst one. Rollins wins that ladder match, and it's like, oh, Kevin, come on in. Oh, Lashley, yes. come on in. Yeah. And,
2: and, and you know, after the Rumble, 20% of the field then moves on to an Elimination Chamber match.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, I got a question from Michael Beans of how much you love the Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm going to ask for two, since I'm assuming I might know one of them. If you could change the outcome oh. or the winner of any two Royal Rumbles, what That's would they great.
3: be? I mean, I, so I could send this to Ryan someday because I did like a whole article for no one. I had a Facebook page; that had about <laughs> seventy-three followers, and I used to post these articles on it. Um, so I said, like, who should have won each Rumble? You know, and I did. I did oh, made an argument for it to see the year. Hmm. Um, I think. Although I do like the match a lot, I think 90 is ridiculous. Like, you're trying to get your Intercontinental champion to be on the level of the main event of WrestleMania, and you have the guy who's already the champion. Like, isn't that the perfect opportunity to have Warriors mm-hmm. throw Hogan out of the match to justify those two going to – like, it's perfect. Like, you like it's perfect. It's the perfect opportunity to maximize the rumble. And, nope, Hogan's got to win again. Um, well, I mean, on I mean, Hogan's
2: I mean, mind, he was losing, so <laughs> no yab. But are we trying to build a WrestleMania or
3: are we trying to do 50-50 booking for, you yeah, know, like, well, come on. And, uh, I mean, I'm a Jericho fan. So, like you talked about earlier, 2012, I mean, that should have been Jericho's, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I could go through. You yes, asked me for two. So, what, there, what, uh, you said you had off, one.
1: Off the top of your head, what do you think the percentage is for uh, Rumbles where they got the winner wrong? They as in Vince.
3: I'd say 40%, I think less than half, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I haven't actually done that breakdown and it depends on what you mean wrong. Like, is there a slightly better choice versus Mm -hmm. this was just terrible idea? You know, I'm thinking like,
2: I'm trying, I'm actually thinking about that and believe it or not, like, when you look at what they're building, there weren't too many, like, oh my God, like, why did, like, this was terrible, and it clearly should have been this.
3: Um, I mean, I like last count-
2: year—last year was kind of bad in retrospect. Oh I'm yeah,
3: sure. last year was terrible. Oh, I agree. Um, obviously, uh, well, um,
2: or so I think he crossed out the first seventeen. Year. I had, like just that set might set be a- my
3: least favorite winner of all yeah, time. To, to be a honest set up with a with
2: Wyatt match. That-
3: that, I, I think I've argued it
1: before. That they should have vice versa that with Bray. Winning the—I know—Kyle so won't more. agree with that, but Bray winning the Rumble and then uh, Orton winning the title at Elimination
3: Chamber—that would have meant so much more. I liked Bray, it as a team.
2: I Think they should have kept going with.
3: It. Well, that would have been that uh, was a
2: great team. Orton
3: winning the Rumble should not have happened. So, I, I guess what I was alluding
1: to when I asked you the question uh, was Roman winning.
3: Well, clearly it didn't work. You know, uh, I mean, they even brought out the Rock to try and make it work. So. Uh, you know, Wayne you know, was very would,
0: confused.
1: But, but. I would have said Batista, but, you know, then I I don't know how much we get the Daniel Bryan moment yeah, at it, WrestleMania yeah. 30. It, it actually almost Batista. Yeah. The, the,
2: the problem with 15, and I'll talk, I'll spoil it. Okay. It's fine. But it, it's my pick for the worst Rumble ever is 15. And it's not necessarily because Roman wins, it's because it's really the only Rumble where they lose the audience like yeah, halfway through. The, the problem was tossing Daniel Bryan so early. Like, mm-hmm. would the crowd have gotten really mad if Roman would have eliminated Daniel Bryan last? Yes, yes. they would have. But would there have been more drama in the match? Like, so yes. much of the Rumble, because it's a 60-minute match, you've got to keep your audience invested for that 60 minutes. And Man. that is the one Rumble that sticks out like a sore thumb where they just fucking mm-hmm. lost the audience early and they never got them back. Well, like, I, I can't think of another rumble like that, to be honest.
3: We're, not that bad because they rallied right at the end. But the other one I think of is 2009 because you know Orton's going to win it. Like, just the storyline they were telling. Yeah. And that that whole rumble is just there's like 15 guys in the ring the whole time. And there's no story for the middle, like, 40 minutes of that match. It's just guys standing around in the ring. And, yeah, the crowd is like, okay, we know we know this is coming down to Randy Orton and Triple H at the end. So let's just twiddle our thumbs till we get there. Not that's as another, bad as four, yeah. As 14, that, that's a,
2: oh, 9 is you know another one of, one of those troubles that I feel there's about three or four that I'm not like a huge expert on. And I feel like oh nine. I've only watched that one twice, like when it first happened, like right you, after, and you then fall again. Sleep. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a and yeah. So I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to think another one where I definitely would have
3: change it yeah but you make a good point like okay 97 it probably should have been brett if you're Mm -hmm. just looking at the time it happened but obviously long term you don't want to do anything that gets in the way of what
2: created
3: so like is it the like so how do you define that you know like i think that year wrestling would have been better if brett had won but long term you can't risk not damaging stone colds rise
1: Mm-hmm. Kyle, I, I know you've made the argument before where, uh, they just needed to get the long Roman Reigns title reign, kind of almost out of the way. You you make an argument that he should have won at sixteen to keep the title.
2: I I thought that was just a flawed idea. Yeah. I don't know how to how to go back and do that. I think
1: they they screwed the pooch. I yeah, mean, like
2: it was like kind of they, by, they by had him, what they wanted. They had what they wanted with them, and then they put. Having him defend the title in the Rumble was a mm-hmm. mistake. They yep, never yeah. should have done that. that they, I they thought they the concept
3: was cool, but it wasn't the right time to do it. Yeah,
1: they should have just had him face Triple H at that Royal Rumble, and maybe done Brock Lesnar again at Mania Thirty Two. Yes,
2: absolutely. Yes, that. Should, and they should have. They could have done it at, at Thirty Two. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. We would have missed out on that great match they had. It uh, was it Thirty <laughs> Four. Thirty-two, still go. Oh, whoa, yeah, the, no, the second. Head. Yeah, the second.
2: And yeah. now we're getting the third.
0: Eey. Yes. <laughs> uh, Michael, where can the listeners follow you to get oh. your analysis of professional Jeez. wrestling? No, I, Pump your social media.
3: Uh, ML Jagginson on Twitter, but I I don't use it that much to be honest with you. I, uh, yeah. I mostly use it to to smart follow man. your guys' stuff. Just not a. It, I mean. I like Facebook because of you guys, and there's like this other Techmo Football League page that I follow, but I'm not a huge social media guy.
0: Well, if people want to interact with you and they enjoyed what you had to add tonight, which, again, I think was a very interesting topic, join the Facebook discussion group linked in the, uh, the broadcast description. Top Rope Nation Pro Wrestling Discussion, the group on Facebook. Michael's in there all the time talking pro wrestling with us.
2: I came up with the answer. Yes. Charlotte in 2020
3: as what the worst
2: as the winner that i would change i would change mazler
3: yeah yeah I want to do a women's one of these in a couple of years. There's not enough. Charlotte challenging
2: here, the NXT women's <laughs> champion,
3: yeah, <laughs> and no. but,
1: beating her.
3: But to be fair, that did a lot of good for both of those two long term. Okay, it so did. <laughs> for, yeah. and everybody benefited from that yeah, scenario. Yeah, Rhea
2: Ripley, that long term story, that Triple H yeah. promised, that really played yeah, it, out. It
3: played yeah. out, it worked for everybody. So, <laughs> all
0: right. Well, hey guys, this was a really fun show. As Kyle has said. Throughout the broadcast, he's doing that show with Liam. It's going to be a Patreon exclusive. If you're not already a patron, sign up. That'll be recorded in the next couple of days. We got Top Rope Nation Classics dropping next week on the 92 Rumble. Uh, We'll be doing the Royal Rumble (laughs) review next weekend. That is next weekend, right? Next Saturday night. So Sunday, Sunday morning, we'll be reviewing that. I think that'll be our next flagship podcast. Probably, yeah, we'll have at least two, maybe three bonus shows on Patreon. Before then, I'll have some teasers going up here on our main feed. But if you want to hear them, sign up to become a patron of the show. Michael, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for your support over the years and, and being a patron of the show. Greatly Thanks, appreciate
3: guys. it. It was an honor, really. Thanks, great great you, Michael. To meet you. You feel for me? Thank you.
0: Absolutely. So, love find Cyclops, us all on Twitter.
1: By the
3: way. <laughs> oh, he's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, Cyclops is my favorite.
0: Your setup's great. I love it. Yeah. Love the shirt. Got the homage WWE classic shirt. Oh yeah, WWE go, to, go hit the
3: link. Go to the homage. I got the the Rock and sock Connection.
0: Yep, got oh, our my, affiliate homage. link for homage in uh, the podcast description as well. And you can find the show at Top Rope Nation on Twitter. We're on Instagram as well. Again, subscribe to the YouTube channel would help us out a lot. Find me at Ryan Drosty on Twitter. That's D R O S T E at T R P Kyle at Justin Joint J O Y N T nt <laughs> is that right justin is it j-l-y-n-t J- I justin know. joint huh? i will i popped when you responded to that tweet the other night by yeah, the way because you never tweet and then all of a sudden justin popped up responding to some douchebag on my twitter mm. feed that was great i may i may have had a uh, little bit of bourbon in me when i saw <laughs> saw his comment <laughs> that was awesome all right so <laughs> yes love that so from Michael Jenkinson, Kyle Ross, and Justin Joy, I'm Ryan Drosti. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you all again real soon. Thank you.
2: You're-